um, I feel like at the end of the day, a hobby is something that is for you, right? For me, it's to relax, to unwind. Um, I would say, keep in mind that it doesn't have to be a productive hobby. You know, you don't have to be good at it. It can just mm-hmm. be fun and it can be messy. If it brings a bit of color into your life, whether that's literally or metaphorically, um, I don't think it's ever a waste of time. So go ahead and set some time in your schedule and let yourself really get into it. Hi Millennials, welcome to Stories Under 30 by Global Millennial Podcast. We will invite youth from all around the world to share their knowledge, experience, and their perspective to give you new insight and inspiration. We will have an intimate interview with a curated guest speaker and highlight some interesting topics like education, business, art, politics, personal story, and many more. Directly hosted by me, Mufli Dwi Fikri, the CEO of Global Millennial Group. We will meet weekly, full in English, fun, substantial, and I hope we can accompany your productive time. Last but not least, we the us. Hi Millennials, welcome back in Stories Under 30 by Global Millennial Podcast. Okay, now... Uh, Again and again, we always come with a very interesting topic. Of of course, with a very interesting guest speaker. Currently, we are will be uh, talking more regarding makeup. You know, especially for you, that the girls, this, uh, our guest speakers today is a creative makeup enthusiast. You can check it actually. Her art in Rachel No Trasel. Like, am am I pronouncing correctly? Right? Yeah, yeah. Rachel, <laughs> yeah, not Rachel. Yeah. This is not like. Uh, a usual makeup uh, as previous guest speaker this is something different this is creative mm-hmm. makeup or other makeup so if you check it there is a makeup with leaf with a real colorful or something like that you can check it later on okay so without further ado please welcoming our special guest speaker today miss rachel hi rachel how are you hi mostly i'm great thank you for having me it's also uh, such an honor for, uh, to receive you here okay rachel So, do you uh you take biomedicine in uni uh in in your university like as your major? Yeah, I'm yeah. actually in a science field. I'm not doing any sort of arts course or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. But what I see in your social media, especially your Instagram, you are mm-hmm. very enthusiastic in makeup, right? So. How it can be like that? How do you start to do like a makeup, especially at makeup, creative makeup? Um, so I actually used to take art as a subject in high school. So nice. I took O levels and also art at A levels. And when I started university, I tried to keep painting and drawing during my free time. Um, but it would take up too much of my time to finish one piece. And mm. I think because of that, my interest slowly evolved away from traditional media and also because when I finished a drawing or a painting I wasn't getting as much fulfillment from it anymore so mm-hmm. I still needed to fill this sort of creative outlet in my brain so I turned <laughs> to makeup yeah okay I see so this is already like quite a long time ago because what I see in your mm-hmm. Instagram your first post regarding the makeup is in yeah. 2020 right yeah yeah like late 2020 yeah Um, okay. I, hmm. Yeah, I started posting online more um, during the pandemic, actually, because I felt very restricted being inside all the time, not being able to see my friends. So I just had to fill my time more and more. So I thought that this was something cool that I could do. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay, if I may ask, so you already take 
uh, an art something like that uh, during your high school. But yeah. the thing is, it, during your university, you take biomedicine. It's science film. Yeah, yeah. But in the end of the day, you'll be ah, okay. I want, I want to be more spend my time more in my patient, which is in art, especially in my mm-hmm. art, right? So, what is the turning point there? Why? Well, become... <laughs> I think as I grow you know, older, quote-unquote older, right? I'm like 20-something. You start to realize that, you know, people expect you to sort of do one thing, Mm -hmm. right? And I really don't like that. I feel like all of us are allowed to be something more than, you know, what we study or what we work as, right? Mm -hmm. I think having a passion or a hobby is really important. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a stream of income, right? That's what people usually think about when you work. You can do something else, but that something else has to make you money. But this doesn't make me money. You know, this is just for me. Um, I think a passion or a hobby is something that you just feel strongly about. Mine just so happens to be a creative one. Um, Life is so short anyway. So to me, pursuing my passion is just my way of making the most out of my life and exploring an interest outside of my typical daily routine. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. Because you mentioned about the money. Let's jump to that. Yeah. Okay. You not make money from your hobby currently. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet or you don't want well see the thing is the lines kind of get blurred um you know is this a hobby something i do for fun or is this a responsibility or work right when you start looking at it as more of a responsibility a hobby something that makes you money um it's it's just difficult for it to not affect the amount of fun and fulfillment that you get from this hobby that you initially started with right and that's why I'm very careful to think you know about you know how much time do I want to spend on this right if it starts to be like a responsibility work sort of thing obviously you spend more hours out of it because in it because you get more out of it right so yeah right now I want to keep it purely as a hobby um, something Mm. that uh, I get joy from next time if that changes then you know it'll change but for now what is comfortable with me is what I'm currently doing yeah I see I see but how about if let's say so yeah, okay. I'm, from, I'm a brand and then yeah oh, hi Rachel I want to endorse you can you please make a makeup something like this I will pay yeah. you with a certain of money so will you accept it or not well, um, just on that topic of, you know, brand collaborations, right? So generally people in the makeup community either get free products in exchange for a review or a post, or they can even charge per post, right? And some creators also have a referral link so that they can get a bit of revenue for each product that is sold through those links, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how, um, I guess, earnings work uh, most of the time. So in in your case that you've mentioned, yeah, definitely. If someone would like to sponsor or collab on a post, I'd be more than happy to do it. Only if it's something that I feel that I could create a look that is still true to me. And also, um, you know, does the brand justice, right? Um, Mm. I don't want to create something that is not fun for me just because, you know, someone asked me, you know, do you want to work with us on this? Because that's Mm. not, you know, why I started doing it. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. But this is actually very interesting for me because Mm -hmm. uh, 
the previous speakers is like oh this is their patient and they want yeah. to live from their patient either they are uh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, designer yeah. the makeup or whatever they are the gamers they want to yeah. live, live from their hobby but mm-hmm. what i see uh, from the summarize for hours from our short conversation you wanting okay this is just a patient this is just hobby i don't want to make money from this but you want to make money you want to live from another occasion Like, yeah. So my question is why? Why you don't want like okay? I'll, this is actually this is my patient, and I want to yeah. learn from that, get money from that, make as professional. Why? That's a very valid question. Um, I think it's because <laughs> I even though I call it my passion, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think the word passion is like something you want to do all the time, something that you never get bored of, things like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think that. You know, if you spend so much time on something, you spend all of your time thinking about one thing, doing mm-hmm. one thing. Um, I I will get bored. <laughs> I think that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I will eventually get bored. It will become more stressful to me than enjoyable, and that's not what I want. I want to have a life that is, you know, I you know can go to work, make you know whatever income I need to bring in, whatever nice. income, and then still be able to live a fulfilling life outside of that. So to have like multiple parts of your life, which you still enjoy, um, but not to you know blur all the lines and just do one thing for the rest of your life. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That was amazing. That was amazing. Okay. <laughs> so let's pass it to the next question. So sure. uh, how you learn about the creative method itself? Is that from YouTube or you have a mentor or how is actually? So yeah, like I said earlier, I just used to do like paintings and drawings, right? Mm. Um, but I have seen in the past when I wasn't, you know, I haven't started uh, makeup yet. Um, I saw some like looks on my Instagram Explore page and like uh-huh. Pinterest, but I wasn't like actively keeping up and following with any particular accounts. Mm. So um, back when the pandemic first started, so in 2020, I was also just learning how to do my very basic makeup. Because mm-hmm. I never did any sort of makeup before that, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I started learning very basic makeup, which I think a lot of people were doing at the time, and I think naturally I saw my face as another medium to express myself through. So yeah, that's how I jumped from you know not doing makeup to doing you know these looks now. I see. You don't take, for example, any online courses, for example. Oh. No, um, I think the jump from, you know, uh, doing my art on paper um, mm. to doing art on my face, it, it's not <laughs> like a huge jump. It's not a huge yeah, jump. It's always um, just learning like the basic techniques, how to like draw your eyeliner, how to do your contour, things like that, very basic things. Then everything else is um, sort of natural progression because you just have fun with it. And then eventually you'll find something that you like. Yeah. I see, I see. And how do you get the inspiration for your makeup itself? Is that from, for example, you go outside, something like that, you go mm-hmm. to vacation, and then oh, I get inspiration. How actually you get the inspiration? So it's mainly from other makeup artists. So right. um, as long as you spend more time like on Instagram, right, the mm-hmm. explore page will slowly be filled with mm-hmm. more looks and more looks. So um, that's one way, but it doesn't always have to be inspired by a makeup look, particularly. For example, mm-hmm. um, the other day I saw a photo of a runway model with like safety pins in her hair. 
And I thought that was really cool. So I ended up doing a look which made it look like there were safety pins coming out of my face. Mm. Um, I think sometimes even just color combinations is enough to inspire a look. And like you said, you know, you could just go outside, um, mm. think mm. about, you know, what look can I come up with from this pattern or color or texture? That's really fun also. I see, I see, I see. How long you do the makeup every day? You do it every day, like every day? Okay, you, you're trying something new or you just do it when you have a spare time? Or how is that story? So I usually do like one look a week, maybe. Oh, Sometimes even less than that, you know? Sometimes <laughs> when it gets busy. Um, like I said earlier, I can't do it too often, like every day. Mm-hmm. I think that I will get bored of it quite quickly. And usually it only takes about... one to three hours i try to keep it short so it doesn't eat into my time too much and i also don't like sitting around with like too much of my makeup on my face for seven hours straight so that's why i keep it quite short yeah, um, yeah. i also spend an extra 30 minutes to two hours editing the photo which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite parts because you get to watch everything come together quite nicely and you get the final look yeah I see, I see. That's cool. But yeah, again, this is, you want to just make it as hobby as your patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As your yeah. profession, that's cool. That was amazing. And anyway, do you have any specific role model or maybe idol in you doing the creative makeup and inspiring you the most? Um, There's this girl I follow on Instagram. Um, oh. She has the handle P-A-R-A-D-0-X.I-M-G. So I think you pronounce it like paradox.image. Um, uh, she inspires me not particularly because of her style, but more of because of how she approaches makeup and her motivations for continuing to do makeup. She doesn't fall into the trap of doing what's trendy, which is very difficult when you're on social media a lot, right? And you mm. definitely get inspired by other people. Um, and she's very vocal and transparent in the past with being motivated to create for her sake and not anyone else's. And I really, really love that. I see, I see, I see. Is is that Malaysian or is that come from abroad? Yeah, she's also Malaysian actually. Yeah, so that also, you know, um, is also why, you know, I, I relate to her more or I can relate to her more. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I see. Okay. And Rachel, do you have any receive, for example, the head comment like, ah, okay, you're a science student where you do this, something like that. Do you, have, do you have any receive something like that? No, I think mainly because I create this these looks for me and also mm. most of the people who follow me are my friends mm. or people I've met before. So even if they wanted to say something rude or mean, I don't think they would dare say it on a public you know, platform like that. But yeah, no, none so far yet. But I believe you get a new followers like from Stranger. Yeah, I've had uh, a few, but not many still. Um, but I, I quite cherish that, you know, a lot of my friends are super, super supportive. I've met people online who I haven't met in real life who are always very supportive also. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really nice. Okay. So if there, there is no something like hate comment, what else, what were the challenges that you ever faced in you and to ask, uh, ask creative makeup? Is that... You want to be, for example, the consistency or, for example, mm-hmm. the idea itself. What is the big challenge so far? Um, something I actually brought up uh, previously, which is keeping it an enjoyable thing, something that's uh-huh. fun. Yeah, uh-huh. this is something I think about a lot and I worry about a lot. 
Um, the reason being, it's easy for it to feel like something I have to do. Because after you invest time into it, right, after you invest time into anything, it kind of becomes an extra part of you, an extended part of you and what other people know you for. So mm. you can accidentally create this sort of internal pressure. And I try to make it a routine to check in with myself and ask myself, is this something that is still good for me? Do I still get fulfillment from this? And if one day it stops being that, I'll find something else to sort of fill that creative outlet. But for now, it is. I see. That's cool. Yeah. That was amazing. But what is the most interesting experience while you're doing this? For example, for if when you uh watching the comment section or mm-hmm. when you upload the picture, what what is the most interesting experience itself? I'd have to say it's definitely how my relationship with my appearance has actually changed. So oh. what I mean by that is basically oh. before I did makeup, I almost had no relationship or awareness of how I look like very much. Um, and yeah, being more aware of how you look physically might also mean that sometimes I'm more self-conscious, right? But I like to think of it as I'm getting to know myself better in a sense. And basically being more in touch with who I am, right? As a physical person and also having a more holistic perception of myself. Mm-hmm. I see, I see, I see. Okay, that's cool. That was music. And uh, Rachel, uh, I saw you actually in the TEDx, TEDx at uh, University oh, okay. of uh, Monas, Malaysia, right? Yeah. There is about therapy, something like you have, yeah. you have mm-hmm. mental health a problem in your past something like that is that or uh, doing a creative makeup one of your therapy method for you to do uh to you know for your mental health or uh, it's something different so it's definitely something that is therapeutic right mm. when your life um you know um sometimes things get to you things stress mm. you out and it makes it hard to cope right especially when you overthink or you feel overwhelmed So you need to do things to either, number one, distract yourself, mm. right? Or just um, be more present and in the moment, right? Distracting yourself is not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes when you overthink or think about something too much, it's um, you just need some time away from it. Mm. So doing makeup is definitely something that helps me feel more grounded, some, mm. like a fun activity that I can feel more present in the moment. You know, I don't, I don't stray away too far and think about what's going to happen in two, three weeks when I worry about X, Y, Z. Yeah, so definitely it is something that helps me cope. I see, I see. Okay, so you yeah. make this, you make this activity as one of your escape moment, yeah? Yeah, it's a, it's a healthy, you know, healthy activity, healthy hobby that I do, yeah. Exactly, that's cool, that was amazing. But do you have any future plans on, uh, on this industry? No, at all. I'm open to it, but I don't have any like active plans because I think doing makeup on yourself is very different from doing makeup for other people, right? Mm. Um, makeup artists have to have like knowledge on things like Definitely. what are the contour techniques that best complement certain face shapes and how to color correct different skin tones. And I don't have that knowledge. Um, mm. And a big part of why I enjoy doing makeup is because it's just for me. Um, mm. to express myself on a canvas that is not my own so doing it on other people's face would maybe mm. make it less special i see i see yeah. so, but what is actually your 
a main future plan lah you know you're a science student maybe you want to become a lecturer or maybe you will become a scientist mm-hmm. want to combine between makeup and bioscience for example i don't know maybe yeah. Again, something like that <laughs> yeah i mean the possibilities are sort of endless and i'm open to you know any opportunities that come my way i am a final year student currently Yeah. So definitely the future is something that is very, you know, heavily on my mind recently. But um, for now, I'm just trying to take it one step at a time and seeing, you know, what opportunities um, lie ahead for me. Uh, I'll just see what suits me. I just really want a life where I can feel proud of what I'm doing and whatever I do, I want it to be fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Right. So hopefully um, I get to create that life for myself. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's cool. That was amazing. That's <laughs> okay. Okay, Rachel. This is will become the last questions, maybe. Okay, great. Yeah. So, do you have any advice for the people, for our listeners today that mm-hmm. uh, they they want to become like you? They want to become a creative, uh, make up. You know, a lot of people, especially the women, the girls, want to have it something like that, but yeah. they don't know how to start it, where to start, and so on and so forth. Maybe do you have any advice for them? Yeah, whether you're a girl, guy, anything in between, you want to do makeup, you want to do something else, um, as long as it's a hobby or a venture that you want to get into. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, a hobby is something that is for you, right? For me, it's to relax, to unwind. Um, I would say, keep in mind that it doesn't have to be a productive hobby. You know, you don't have to be good at it. It can just mm-hmm. be fun and it can be messy. If it brings a bit of color into your life, whether that's literally or metaphorically, um, I don't think it's ever a waste of time. So go ahead and set some time in your schedule and let yourself really get into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Wow, amazing. So the thing is, if you love it, just do it. Don't thinking, yeah? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It. Just do it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay, thank you so much, Rachel, uh, for having that conversation with us. It's very nice uh, to having you here. Thank you, too. Thank I you had a great time. And then, yeah, for you, the millennials, for you, our listeners, thank you. Thank you once again to listen to our episodes again and see you again in the next week with a very interesting guest speaker again of course and with interesting topic see you everyone have a nice day